Hey guys, I'm Shoda, and I'm a mental health consultant and a certified mindfulness teacher. Hi, I'm Ollie, and I'm also a mental health professional, and I have a degree in health psychology. We're married, we have ADHD, and we're both in therapy. And this is Mindfully ADHD. podcast that follows our mental health journey to figure out what works for us and what doesn't. We try out different ways to improve our well-being and try to adapt those techniques to our brains and our lives over the span of a month. This is the first episode of a two-part series where we will discuss the issue and make a plan for the techniques we are going to try over a month. In the next episode, we will see if we changed course over the month and see what worked and what didn't. Welcome back to Mindfully ADHD. Welcome back. Sorry, this episode's coming out a little later. We had a very busy April, beginning April. Because my birthday. birthday. Ollie is bleep aged. Bleep aged, yes. <laughs> I have turning bleep. <laughs> I can't believe that you bleeped it out. I think it's, I just, I mainly just did it because I thought it was funny. <laughs> Anyway, um, we are we have a really exciting month ahead, like something that I'm really excited about, and that's sort of motivation, goals, project management, that kind of space. Uh, let me tell you, I am not motivated for this episode. <laughs> I'm so excited. I think it's going to be um, a really helpful and interesting thing. Um, we did task initiation briefly, or no, for, for a month, and we touched on procrastination a little bit, um, but I'm really excited. To, really? Yeah. Like, like genuinely? Like genuinely, really? I'm really excited Who to are look you? at motivation. I am motivated to do my essay, and I know that it's going to be hard. So um, actually, our would really you, good- <laughs> Would you say you're procrastinating by doing this episode? <laughs> A really good friend, ADHD Dublin. Go check them out on Instagram. They um, have wonderful content, which is very evidence-based. And they take a lot of care in making sure everything is evidence-based and um, sort of fact-checks things. So please go and check them out. They suggested, I was stuck yesterday and I was talking to them. And they suggested that we take a project that we want to do in April and figure out how to feel motivated to do it and complete it. Yeah. And I just got really excited. So that's what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> and you said there was a lot of research. So should we just jump straight into yeah, all the research? There is a lot of research. It's a little finicky to find, but I now have access to these beautiful databases. So I found a lot on adults specifically. And there is like a lot of people. So you know how we're always complaining, Ollie? that there's not enough research in adults yes so adults who have adhd are doing the research oh which that's is, fun <laughs> it's so exciting and a lot of dissertations and are looking at adult adhd um there are a few things that have been peer-reviewed and we'll look at those but yay for our community who yeah. is contributing to the literature and and hopefully changing the way professionals uh, work and deal with ADHD. That's usually what happens. Like, if anyone's gonna do the research, it's gonna be us. Like, it's. But it's been gatekept for so long with language and with, um, just the way that academia is structured is very not inclusive for neurodiverse minds. Yeah. So it's just really wonderful to see 
that aspect. I mean, of course, like I'm in academia and you were in academia. And so maybe my statement is very incorrect, but <laughs> <laughs> it is it is difficult to get published. It's a very admin heavy but, thing. But Shoda, how can you criticize academia when you too are in academia? Yes, I too am an intellectual. <laughs> Shut up. Okay, I'm going to continue. Okay, so I found... Okay, let's start. <laughs> so I found a lot of research. I don't want to go into all of it because there's just so much for our tiny little <laughs> podcast yeah. to, to and we didn't with. sleep well last night, so our brains are smoother than usual. <laughs> um, however, I, I am... Like, there was one study that I found really interesting, which was based on... Uh, intrinsic motivation and emotional regulation. So we know, um, a lot of people listening to this podcast might know the relationship between ADHD and dopamine. ADHD Dublin actually has a really great post on this. Yeah, love so, me some dopamine. So I'm citing that. But so we know the leading, sort of the leading um, theory is that there, we have like 100 billion neurons in our brain. And our neurons connect to each other and in within those connections is called is something called the synaptic cleft and you have the presynaptic neuron and the postsynaptic neuron and the signal that's the way the signal travels from the presynaptic to the postsynaptic um, when the electrical signal is produced dopamine is released into the synaptic cleft and we have this thing called a presynaptic D2 receptor that's a little bit hyper. I call it the cleaner. It, Excuse me? It, so when any kind of uh, neurotransmitter is released, there is a cleaning mechanism after the signal is finished so that there's no waste in the system. Okay. So all the dopamine gets put back into the presynaptic cleft. In our case... The theory is, is that that little D2 receptor site yeah. is hyperactive or it works, it's it's opening up before the signal is complete. So there's not enough dopamine traveling to the postsynaptic neuron. Does that make sense? Yeah. So just not enough dopamine being released. No, enough dopamine is released, not enough dopamine is, is is sort of sent through in okay. the message. Now now I get it. Okay. I see you have a diagram open and everything. I do. I used to give this lecture a lot to parents to help them explain, like help them understand, not explain, for me to explain, but to help them understand what is going on and that there is a biological mechanism and also to explain how medication works. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to go into that because there, I'm not a doctor and there are so many different medications on the market. So I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to go into that, but that's, that's the leading theory right now. So we, and we know that dopamine is linked to motivation. We know that there is a release of dopamine when a task is completed. One of the other issues with ADHD is working memory. So when you have dopamine and I mean you have an extrinsic reward in front of you like food or money there was one research study that found that those reward I mean the the things that are supposed to light up don't light up yeah the same way that they light up in someone who is neurotypical so if you have 
they this study did food but similar things were found with money they money. showed them pictures like classical conditioning sort of thing they showed them pictures of um food and and money and money and they neurotypical- showed them pictures of food and money are you kidding me no and neurotypical people like they had an understanding that this was going to be a reward yeah um in their brain like it was showing in their brain whereas neurodiverse people knew that it would be a reward but the chemical backup wasn't there which kind of makes me think of the you know the ferrari brain bicycle brakes kind of analogy um yeah yeah so we know that motivation is severely affected in ADHD. But how are we going to fix it? Now, I'm just going to caveat it <laughs> before we move on. That motivation, the way that we understand it in the society that we have, is what's affected. So our society is very goal-oriented. We want everything to have extrinsic value. Um, it doesn't matter whether you enjoy it or not. The idea in this capitalist society is that you get rewarded for hard work or you get rewarded for things. Yeah, up to, up to the level that executive functioning is literally just the CEO of your brain. Yeah, exactly. How, how they describe it, yeah. So, so I just wanted to caveat this whole episode by saying that there's nothing wrong with you. Um, it's society's fault. End of the episode. <laughs> um however like self-care tasks and that kind of thing can be challenging for ADHDers and I don't want to take away from that I feel like I'm walking on like walking myself into eggshell territory really but you should really listen to our episode on uh self-care if you if you're interested in that just just go just stop this episode right now and just go and uh listen to that episode okay I'm gonna quickly do because I've used a lot of um jargon yeah a whole lot my (laughs) eyes were glazing over a little bit i'm sorry so intrinsic motivation is the motivation that comes from inside you the motivation was inside me all along all along so like things uh things that bring you joy you're more likely to be motivated to do yeah whereas extrinsic motivation is money or food apparently So the main study that I found that I really, really liked um, looked at the way that intrinsic motivation and emotional regulation affected ADHD symptoms and executive um, function dysregulation in general. And I thought that that was really interesting because we talk about working memory in that our working memory doesn't allow us to fully comprehend a reward. But we also have emotional dysregulation, which mediates the whole thing. And the emotional dysregulation has a direct effect on the way that we are motivated to do things. Also, this is mediated further by problem solving, time management and behavioral inhibition. So behavioral inhibition is like our ability to stop ourselves from doing something. Okay, Ferrari brain, bicycle brakes. Yeah, can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) and uh intrinsic motivation and time management not time management sorry and emotional management oh we're not going back there so (laughs) if you want to learn about time management go listen to a really great episode i'm sorry this is so time management i know this is like really uh jargon heavy please shout at us on instagram if you need to um but yeah so that's that's kind of where the research is does that make sense should i summarize it maybe 
Are we good? Is How much more research is there? There's so much, but I'm not going to go into all of it. I'm just going to say that the research is... There is a lot of research on adults. There is a lot of research on adult students because school is where we always end up. And also in psychology, it's just easier to recruit students. The idea that we have difficulty with motivation, right, is neurological. You can see it on fMRIs. So that's really important to keep in mind. Yeah. There is there is some evidence that methylphenidate, which is Ritalin or Concerta, helps, but only very marginally, you and the know, literature is conflicting. At the moment, the outlook of this series is not looking too hot. Let me tell you. No. How are we going to do it? So there are there are a bunch of studies that I found as well on how to help in um, the management of this okay, problem. Okay, I need good news right now. So medication is one. However, the res- like the research is mixed. Okay. I, I thought I said There's good news. There's conflicting research on medication being helpful. What's really interesting is that people who take medication self-reportedly say that it helps their performance, but it doesn't... I mean, like, performance-based um, tests yeah. don't show that. It's all... What I'm trying to say is that all of your issues with motivation, yeah, it's not willpower. Yeah. It's biological. Your problems and the difficulties that you're facing are valid. And it's really important to accept that because part of the problem is emotional regulation. So it's important to accept that there are problems and it's important to kind of hold space for that so that you can find solutions in a way that works for you instead of in a way that works for a neurotypical world does that make sense yeah okay cool 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 cool, cool. cool. (laughs) okay thank you for listening to my very complicated um rant and we can now come to the next part maybe you need a zone out break yeah please please (laughs) give it to me okay we're gonna take a zone out break zone out time And we're back. And we're back from our zona break. That was a long break. It was a really long break. We like wandered around and everything. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh no. Do we do we need another zona break? We'll oh. be we'll be right back. <laughs> what were we talking about? Okay, and now we're actually back this time. We're actually back. Okay, so now there is a lot of intervention-based research as well. Because I don't know if any of you know this. <laughs> I'm laughing because everyone probably knows it. Um, ADHD is, like, the, there has been a pervasive myth that it's all about, like, it's a disorder of willpower. Because there are certain things that we are very motivated to do, like watch tiktok or um watch tv or or like read wikipedia articles for five hours exactly yeah and we are so full of very strange knowledge like i mean i have a friend who knows everything there is to know about cults (laughs) 
and conspiracy theories. I have a partner who knows so much about cryptids and and conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theories. <laughs> a lot of you know, but it's so fun. It is. It's a lot of fun, and we know. Like, and I have all of this very useless knowledge about cooking and nutrition that I never put into practice, or about like what, what other random things do I know about? I know everything about The Sims, and I don't play it. Yeah, but you love watching The Sims. I love I, I, watching I, The I do Sims. want to clarify that I, I don't believe in the conspiracy theories. I just think they're <laughs> I think they're funny. Uh, <laughs> so just to clarify that, it's just it's really interesting how all of these things just like are really motivating. So people kind of look at us and are like, "Oh, you're lying." Yeah, I think it's one of those things that people just tell you, oh, you just need more willpower or you just need to focus more. And it's like people don't really understand just how ADHD works. It's the whole planner thing, right? Uh, people keep saying, oh, you just have to make a list and write it down. I know, but they don't realize how many planners people of ADHD have. I have like 10 planners. It's and, and what's interesting is that a lot of us kind of buy into the myth. So there is a lot of self-hatred, but... More so than self-hatred, there's also this cycle that happens. Like, for example, okay, doing administrative tasks like filling in forms, it's such a simple thing to do, but I don't know any ADHD person who does it without procrastinating. Yeah, I did renew my passport and I got so stressed just like filling in the forms, making sure like I was on there in time. Like the amount of stress I had was so unwarranted, but like it was just there from all the previous experiences of just, you know, like turning up late to appointments and things like that. Like Yeah, and, and there is a tax on that, right? An ADHD tax where we have to pay late fees and or rush fees and, and things like that because of that procrastination. Um, and that adds to the quote unquote wall of awful that how do ADHD Jessica talks about the the kind of negative association we make with something as simple as responding to an email or responding to a text makes that task just like it's not it's just not going to happen. Yeah. And um, I know that the project that I want because we were we were talking about remember guys at the beginning of the episode I mentioned project. <laughs> This is where that comes into play <laughs> right now. So one of the pro the project that I want to do is write a critical literature review. And that has already brought up a lot of upset because I have a lot of academic trauma, especially in terms of writing a dissertation or a thesis. So it from the outside, it looks like a lack of motivation or a lack of willpower, but there's a lot more going on, which is why a lot of the interventions that people talk about are CBT-based, because CBT is a way to help balance your thinking and kind of find evidence against the wall of awful and help you to process all of that. So a lot of times when we are procrastinating, we are trying to process all of that upset a negative association in order to do a task i have a lot of experience with this particular problem we always forget how much trauma that we've just accumulated over the years just from having just adhd and people specifically not understanding the adhd yeah including ourselves yeah i mean a lot of a lot of the trauma is and it, it, you know to other people it doesn't seem like trauma because it's so easy to do 
to respond to an email immediately is so much easier than waiting because the longer you wait, the more problems arise. Or like, I am always constantly afraid of being late. This is something that we like then get even more stressed out about. And then I stress you out even more when we're leaving. Yeah. Because I have a lot of self-criticism, but as well as external criticism that has built up over the years about being laid. So how we're going to get motivated. I still, I'm still waiting for the good news. We're talking about our experiences. We're talking about trauma. This is like the just... opposite of good news. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things is negative association. So we try and avoid doing the task. So what are ways to make us like associate the task with positivity? That's what I was talking about. CBT. Okay. Now this, now I'm, I'm, I'm on. I'm the on other board. thing, the other thing that um, we often categorize motivation into or categorize tasks into is stuff that we find pleasurable, which is what we were talking about before, like TikTok, which just gives yeah. you easy. It's it's an easy way to do things, and remember that task initiation is difficult. So this entire podcast will have to in, kind of squish together task initiation now and if then you don't know what a task initiation is you should listen to our previous series <laughs> on task initiation. you're just on fire today <laughs> so in our previous series do you want me to like go through it a little or they could listen to it right now we should probably should go for it a little bit so our initial plan was to avoid getting stuck so do a reverse pomodoro set a lower bar for tasks with a defined first step um, calendar block blocking, body doubling, intentional stimming before a task. Oh, I forgot about that one. And then movement. Interesting. I, Interesting. Feel, I feel like a lot of that will come into play later. We'll probably rehash a lot of the stuff. Yeah, what's really interesting about about the task initiation, what was really interesting about it is that there were a couple that we just kept doing. Yeah. So we kept doing the setting a lower bar for tasks with a defined first step. We continued doing um, the calendar blocking um, and we did it. We also did, what did we call it? And something else blocking, time blocking. We did it in the chore episode. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm trying to think. I can't remember what it was called. I'm trying to go through my mind palace to try and find out what it, what it, what that was. I'm sure it'll come to us. I've also used... I'm sure someone's screaming at their phone right now. <laughs> I also used Pomodoro with a friend. Um, so we did, we like combined Pomodoro and body dumbling because we both had essays due. Yeah. So that was really helpful. Um, what are some of the hacks that you've got? The main two things that the researchers showed is CBT and group therapy. On TikTok? Sorry, I meant like TikTok research for me. Sorry, that was a very slow response. Yeah. I okay. said that. <laughs> I'm talking about like in the literature, these are the two things yeah. that they talk about. CBT yeah. and CBT-based interventions, as well as group-based interventions. A lot of the stuff I found online, everyone rehashes the same kind of thing that help ADHD people get motivated. You know, it's um, if you're interested in it, there's the, there's the urgency factor, which is a big issue for a lot of people with ADHD, because like the older you get, the less urgency really works. Because when you have a big project, like we're going to be doing urgency doesn't really work because it takes so long to do something you can't do it like the night before yeah yeah that's true and um i think it was the similar stuff that you were saying before that a lot of people were 
trying to find ways to give themselves rewards for different things for dopamine and try to like but the research shows that when you put a reward in front of you right the adhd brain doesn't light up the way it's supposed to so a reward makes no difference i know but th- <laughs> this, is, this is just what people try to do versus yeah. like the research of what actually happens i think a lot of people that were doing rewards were doing it with a Pomodoro as well as what I found online. So short term. Yeah. So it's like, I'm going to do this for 20 minutes and then I'll immediately get a reward and just do it in like chunks. I think a lot of it as well is self-talk. Um, both of us are in therapy. I think like talking out the negative associations is really helpful. Like for me, I've, I've realized that I negatively associate... Um, just I have bad emotions, bad feelings towards libraries. And I love libraries. I love books, but I have all these negative associations. It's from, too many books. From my undergrad of just like being trapped in a library at all hours of the night trying what? to get stuff. Were you trapped? Oh, I was like, did, did they lock you in the library? <laughs> one time I got locked into a library because I was there and I like no one knew I was there. That's that's what really? I mean, I had a friend with me, okay, so it was less it was less scary, but Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so I think talking through it with their like therapy, doing talking therapy, there is research out there to show that that could be a good role for talking therapy in ADHD. uh, Everyone's going to have their own plan or own way of trying to do things and motivate themselves. So a lot of people were describing things that we've already talked about before, like getting a friend on the phone and just being there um, while you do, which we know is body doubling, which is a a lot, you know, a big thing in ADHD to try and get yourself motivated is body doubling. But so people were just already doing things like that. They didn't, didn't necessarily have the name for it, but they were already doing these sort of mechanisms to get themselves motivated that they've learned i think it's it's interesting because there, there's like structured mode like structured things and then unstructured things yeah and i am so averse to structure every time we've tried to do something structured other than the calendar blocking which i keep coming back to just because it's easy for me to keep track of things that way um i get burnt out using even the calendar blocking actually because i take long breaks from it yeah but it's the only thing i come back to so having the structured things like uh, the TikTok that you were talking about, I think, was to call a friend whilst doing a specific task. Yeah. And like having that set up. Yeah. I think that the repetition, repetitive nature of that would just destroy my soul. Yeah. I think that same video also talks about ma- making pre-made playlists, which is something I procrastinate all the time that like I will... Uh, take like two hours to make a playlist for like a five minute task. I was like, the vibe, the vibes need to be immaculate. I need the, I need the perfect ambiance. Ah, uh, perfectionism. Yeah. We really need to do a month of perfectionism. We really do. Now, all that talk about structure is the perfect transition to talk about the plan. <laughs> okay, we'll talk about but, but, the plan. But not actually, we can still go. I just thought... So you try to... Yeah, like we don't actually have to move on to the plan. I just think it's funny because we always struggle with following the plan and structure, but we always make the attempts to try and make a plan because this is the whole format for our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just quickly run down the, the motivating things yeah. that we talked about. So there is urgency. You can tell that I didn't do much research for this <laughs> podcast. There's urgency, there's novelty, yeah. there's challenge. That's a new one that I found. Yeah. I think that that's like the gamifying of things. 
um, as well as competition. I, mean, competition. I think we did that a couple of months ago. We tried doing that. The for, competition. For chores and things like that. Yeah. The thing is, is that I'm too competitive. Yeah. So I can't, like, I can't use that. I don't know if any of you are like that, but I am such a sore loser. I get so upset when Ollie beats me at stuff that I just don't didn't do the stuff. Which I think it also comes down to emotional regulation. Like Absolutely. That, that like a motivator as well. That Like, that's also something that gets in the way of motivating yourself. Yeah. Because it's, it's, yeah. It all comes back. To, <laughs> it all comes back to emotional regulation, which probably like the thing that less people talk about with ADHD, but it's so crucial. I know that community talks about it a lot, but I don't like in the professional world. I've not heard psychiatrists um, and doctors mention it a lot, which is interesting. Which then again, we're the ones doing the research. The people with ADHD are now the ones doing the research because no one else was doing the research. Yeah, it's true. Okay. Coming back. Okay, come back, come back. So we've got novelty, urgency, challenge. Yeah. Personal interest. And there was one more, right? No, that's it. That's four. Do you say urgency? Yeah, that was the first one I said. Okay. So working memory. <laughs> so I think I think that I like I think it's important to remember that even though all of these things are motivating, yeah. They are not a hundred percent foolproof. Yeah. Which I think this podcast in general is just us trying things out to see if they actually work for us. So, you know, because like uh, maybe only like 20% of the stuff is actually going to work. But that's why we have to just at least try it. Like we, that's usually what happens with our plan. Like most of the stuff that, like, that don't, doesn't work, we just forget about and move on. Shall we move on to the plan then? No. <laughs> No, no, please. No. And we're just going to take plan, a break. Please. Okay, so we're back. Okay, we're back with the plan. What are some of the things that you found? What do you mean? So you said that you found like making the playlist and stuff. Yeah. Or it, or it was more about pre-making stuff to motivate yourself for, like make playlists or just have like a tool set of things that you know motivate you that you can take out. Because like as we've seen before, that usually works best for us that if something's already set out or we create an area that has stuff that we can do. So maybe we can create like a tool set or something that's very easily to get out that can motivate us. Yeah. Like we were... um. So, uh, for example, we were using uh, this game called... The Bomb Game. Yeah, it was a bomb game. Let me just get the name of the bomb game. Yeah, we were playing a game called Keep Talking and No One Explodes. At least I think that's what it was called. And uh, one person has to defuse a bomb and the other person is going through a PDF that has the instructions to defuse the bomb. And it, and it slowly gets more and more complicated. And we keep on trying to like win it. And we got so much dopamine playing the game that we just it, we used it to just clean our entire house. Yeah, and, and it, it that made it fun. So like having a structured thing, because now we only play that game if we're going to clean. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I mean, we're going to probably going to play it without cleaning. Or maybe we'll we'll stop playing it and we just associate it with cleaning. And it's like time to clean the house. I we mean, played the game. Yeah. So so having having structures present. We've tried that before. Um, I'm just trying to think about what worked. I think that the music stuff worked a lot uh, when we were cleaning the house. I think it's it has to be something easy because that worked for us because the stuff was already like my computer was already in the living room. The stuff was already set up, but we tried doing it yesterday and the stuff wasn't already set up. 
and the room was kind of messy anyway. Like there was not nowhere to put my laptop in the living room. So we, we couldn't, we just didn't do it. And we didn't get the dopamine. So it has to be like easy to access. You know what I mean? Another thing that I saw on TikTok was um, having like a task that gets you, that sets you up so that you can gain momentum Yeah. instead of having a long task list. So, like, playing the game or, like... Is that similar to having, like, a really low barrier of entry? Yeah, but it doesn't have any... It doesn't have to have anything to do with the task you need to be doing. Oh, it's just something easy to do. So, you can just, so like... you can start. Yeah. yeah I, I think I, I really liked that as well. I think that helps me the most if that task is something where you have to move around. Because I think move just movement in general does give me dopamine. I wonder so, if... Like, but I, I wonder if it would be different if the task was a sit-down computer task. I think it would still help if I was moving around, moving around and then okay. I, I sat down and start because I feel like it's like my body's like, okay, now we're we're awake, we're active now, we're activated. I mean, we know from our uh, movement episode that a lot of, um, I think it was, I think it's something like 20 or 30 minutes of cardio, like aerobic exercises has a similar effect to medication. That's interesting. For like an hour or an hour and a half. It's not as effective, obviously, and not for as long. I don't know if that would be the case for, in my experience, because usually after a workout, I'm like very tired. So it's it to, like, I would be too tired to do the task. I'm sure because like, a lot of that, I've heard that from other people, but I think that also be... I have just, that experience. I think, yeah, I think only I think certain people would have that experience, and some people wouldn't. Kind of like night and day people, like you, you know, yeah, morning person, absolutely. night person. Yeah. So should we have different things that we're gonna do to motivate each other? Because I'm sure we're gonna be motivated by different things. Because I know things that have motivated me in the past are certain things that I have that I associate with working. Like for example. I usually put on a pair of jeans when I want to work. So like uh, it's harder to work when I'm in pajamas and I like I want to be like a little bit uncomfortable. So I'm like focused. So I usually put on clothes they associate with working if I really want to like sit down and focus. Do you remember one of the um like when we did the uh, workshop, the ADHD workshop, one of the things we were supposed to do is create a ritual before we work? Yeah, so I think it's a similar situation to that. I think that this would that would that would define what we are trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> so like and for probably me, a better way. <laughs> so f for me, the ritual was clearing my desk. And for you, it's putting on jeans and doing movement. Yeah. A movement task. So that, that could be one thing of, uh, in the plan. Do you want to write it down? That, that is also a very good idea. Do we, do we have anything to write it down with? Okay, we'll be right back. Okay, and now we are back. Okay, and then the, the other thing that... um, So the, there's a list on Psych Central. Psych Central? And I think that we could look at the list and kind of adapt it with the research that we've done. So you want to do plagiarism? Yeah. Okay, I'm, in, I'm cool. Okay. <laughs> Wanted to take the pressure off. I think that that's more like... That's impossible. Um, no, not just impossible, but I think it's more like trying to... um decrease the negative association with the task that's is that different than pressure i feel like with pressure is you're trying to make like the it less important i guess i mean it that would actually help because i think one of the barriers i have is anxiety that's i think sometimes that's even a bigger barrier to me than adhd 
Yeah. So I think that, for example, taking the pressure off would help with the anxiety rather than the ADHD that wa- that wants the pressure. <laughs> Interesting. Well, I mean, the example given here is instead of telling yourself that you have to do the dishes because it's expected of you, remind yourself you enjoy the look of a clean kitchen and having clean dishes readily available. Um, that actually can be very uh, motivating, that kind of self-talk. Yeah. So maybe changing language for chores would be better. So for example, I have... So the project that I'm doing, we should actually define that since it's a plan section. Yeah. I have a um, critical literature review due in May that I want to complete by the end of April because we're traveling. Yeah. Um, so... Instead of calling it a critical literature review, maybe there is a different way to talk about it. Yeah, you know, the big paper, the the paper, or like even even think about it in terms of doing like the fun bits of doing it and shifting CBT cognitively shifting, <laughs> oh. uh, having some alternative thinking for the psychology students slash people who've done CBT or are, are familiar with it. Um, the negative like to have more balanced thinking Mm. maybe like that could be something to focus on the or bring more attention to the more um enjoyable aspects of it like working with my friends yeah that's the only one i can think of right now but maybe i need to make a list so maybe that's the thing because we're going to focus on a project it's not just motivation so Making a list? I think that was a lot of those many things. I just can you, can you write making a list of the fun things off a task? Yeah, that would take the pressure off, right? How, like, how would how would that work for you? Do you think that would work for you? I think that would work for me. I guess it actually it depends what the task is. So um, we never really clarified what our projects were. I think you just and while you're trying to list the things in the plan, you mentioned your project was the that lit review you need to do. My project is I'm currently trying to change careers. <laughs> um, I've actually found work. I'm working part-time at the moment, but then I realized I actually want to change careers. So that's my main project is finding how and seeing what kind of courses and what kind of things I need to go about for that process. Okay. So like finding um, courses and applying I guess. Yeah. Yeah, Or finding what qualifications I'd need and work, actually work towards that or what experience or if I need a portfolio or, you know, it's, there's many different sections of the main project that you, I'd need to focus on. It's probably a longer project than the lit review. Cause you said the deadline for that is coming up. We need a deadline for you. You need a deadline. The deadline is, I'm, the, al- I'm allergic. I'm sorry. The, the, the deadline is the end of like the yeah last episode of this podcast series. No. <laughs> No. <laughs> so maybe we need to define your goal better. Should we yeah. take a break and define your goal better? No, I- I'm good. I'm good with my goal. I'm happy. I'm happy with the goal. Are you sure? Yeah, you're making direct eye contact. I with am me. because I know that. <laughs> okay, so my project plan is that I'm going to find and apply for a course I need to do because I I, I want to train in that new field and it's just finding like a training course. Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Okay, but that also involves applications, so that procrastination, and, and also some research and stuff. So there's a lot of other things don't want to get into, but it's like, you know, okay, 
Yeah, your task is a more complicated. It's a lot more complicated than my task. Yeah, because you have like a set plan that you need to do for the literature review, and mine's more free form, and I'm kind of inventing it as I'm going along. Yeah, my my main difficulty, I think, with my task is that I don't have a question. This will be the first time. Um, doing a literature review where I have to come up with the variables. Yeah. So that's a little bit scary. But you um, have a topic idea. It's, I have a yeah. topic idea. And I think, yeah, so I do think that I do have a little bit of an easier time than you do. So I just I want to acknowledge that. That's okay. 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 So what's next? So what's next is we will go through the list on Psych Central. Does that sound good? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I am aware that we haven't talked about obstacles. Yeah, or so, solutions. Or solutions. Do you have any obstacles? We, we, I think that's what we, we decided for the plan. We just, we just started talking about plants. <laughs> but this, is, this is now, I'm crossing out the word plan, and now I'm writing obstacles and solutions under that. But this is a metaphorical uh, title. This, that I'm not actually doing that. Okay, the list, okay. new list, new list. <laughs> so take the pressure off. And then the other thing was change in routine. So like, for example, if you always fold laundry in one spot, then you can switch it up. So for me, it's the couch. I always go and do my work on the couch. But does that work for new projects and stuff? Or is it just that in general you associate work with the area? I mean, I think that changing the routine could be just like adding novelty to it. I think changing the location... Because sometimes when I was writing papers and stuff in school, I'd sometimes like write it on my phone in the shower. Yeah, exactly. Because that was like a new location. and like Because sometimes when you're staring at a screen, it's really hard to come up with something yeah i think i think that it's just changing it up um just adding inserting novelty into the situation so that's how i would do it i would probably try and do a, at a coffee shop in the park i used to love working outside I feel like this is rehashing the stuff we talked about previously these are just like different components of like the urgency novelty interest passion. yeah i i that's kind of i think i think that's what's so interesting about all of the uh, material that i found on how to fix your motivation it all relies on these kind of these things um like these four components and it's that i find that really interesting i find it really interesting that we always come back to the same thing just use different words I think there's one thing we didn't mention that I think you mentioned during the break, uh, and that was all or nothing thinking. Yeah, I think that's the perfectionism thing, right? Yeah. Um, for example, you either sleep a lot or you don't sleep at all. I think that's the most black and white um, example for me. Yeah. Or our house is either really, really messy or just so spotless. I don't know anyone else who cleans their fridge as regularly, but then we will let it get really gross at the same time. Yes, yes. So I think it's an important factor to remember because it's part of the wall of awful. Perfectionism is really just, it's a whole thing on its own. It really is. I, I don't really know how to solve it. It's complicated. Radical self-acceptance. Radical self-acceptance. <laughs> um, yeah. So th I guess that's a, that's a big obstacle. Yeah. A solution to that, I think, is the... There's no solution. Only pain. Okay, <laughs> I kind of agree, but the like the only solution that I found is doing the lowest barrier entry thing. Yeah, and I think that's helped us before, and I think that's something we really we're going to continue with this month. Like that's going to yeah, be a big pillar of it. 
Yeah, exactly. Because we continue it already. Yes. Already. <laughs> the words. So change the routine. How would you apply that to you? Is that the shower thing? I don't really have a routine at the moment for this kind of thing. Um, I guess I just do all my research and stuff at my desk now. So I guess it would just be changing the environment. Yeah. Um, what do you associate your desk with? My desk is a magical place. Yeah, you have very comfy like. Space. I don't know. I think my desk is too comfy. That's the thing. I need to put like sandpaper on it or something. Like, <laughs> I, I have like all my plushies and stuff. I have lots of figures. All my D and D stuff. It's covered in like stickers and posters and. Maybe our body doubling will work better now because we both have projects that we can work on together. Yeah. I, I may- think so. Maybe we could make it fun. Maybe I should start working on like the kitchen table or something. Yeah, we could do that. But I think if we if we we could make it like it could be a fun thing. So we could do things that we don't usually do in our breaks. Like what? I don't know. But I think that's also a thing that if if I'm am like I find go into the flow and I start doing like research or doing something, then I don't I usually don't want to do the break. Because I think that's also part of all or nothing is like now I'm working. Now I can't not work. Yeah, I, I just I want to make sure that we feel like working, you know, getting the motivation to start yeah. work, to do the work and to stay doing the work. The only thing that I mean, one thing that I really like about the bomb game is that it's finite. You know, you can only do it for the eight minutes or for the five minutes. We have a stop point. Yeah. And it's satisfying because you win the game. Yeah. So... I think the longest it's ever been is eight minutes long for one round. Yeah. And and so that that makes it like that makes the breaks finite. Yeah. And I think because the game, you have to do everything within eight minutes. I think that in itself gives us urgency. So you have urgency in that task and then you use that momentum to do something else. So what could we maybe we could play the bomb game or find... The key is more games. Yeah, maybe we sh- wait, maybe we need to find more games. Maybe maybe it's like a Mario Party situation. Mario Party? Yeah, where we play like one round. Of Mario Party? And then like one round meaning like one circuit on the board where I we think, both take turns. Yeah, you could do that with... I think Mario Kart might be shorter, but... I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's something. Like that's a way to introduce um, novelty and change up the routine. Okay. Um, the other one is visualize the result. So, like, Im- keep picturing yourself, com- like, completing the thing. How, how are you going to visualize your literature review? That seems kind of no. Difficult. I'm going to visualize submitting the literature. Okay, review. okay. You Makes know? sense. Yeah. Um, and like, keep thinking about the satisfaction I felt previously because that's one of the things we forget when you're doing the task. Um, that end goal thing is not there and we do we have found that people with adhd have a lot of difficulty with with that as i said with the study where you know you even with the food in front of you so yeah. the visualization is hard but i think um continue maybe oh maybe that's just like banging your head against the wall but um it could make i mean in 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 the psych central article it says Projects can be less intimidating if you have a clear goal in mind. This may also help you break down larger projects into smaller tasks. I feel like this was written by a neurotypical person. Yeah, I don't know if this is a good... And this is a quite a long list. And I think it is rehashing similar things. So should we... There's only two things left. 
I was about to say, should we move on to the actual plan, not this weird fake plan section that we're we're stuck in at the moment? Is it a weird fake plan? I don't know, because this is the obstacles and solutions section, actually. It's not the plan section. But now we're <laughs> going to go into the actual plan section. Okay. That's what I meant. <laughs> okay. It, I mean, fake plan section as in it's not supposed to be the plan section, but then we made it the plan section. And now we're going into the actual plan section. Okay. I don't know if that made sense. Bye. Oh, we're actually doing that? Okay, bye. <laughs> and we're back with the with the plan. With the real plan this the time. Real, the real and not, actual not plan. Not the fake plan. <laughs> this episode is 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 wild. Um Okay, so what what are we what are we gonna do? We had a whole, we listed a whole bunch of things. I think that one of the things that I really wanna do is to make a list of all the fun things that um, or not the fun things, but like the positive things I'm, about the work. I'm really worried it's going to get stuck listing. It's it's like how I get stuck like making playlists and stuff. Because that, that's my genuine concern that like, okay, I'm going to bulk make these playlists. And then that's all I'm going to do for the entire day <laughs> instead of like doing the work. No, and I, I, I get that. For me, it's just I have so much trauma. Yeah. You know, with this particular thing that... It's. I think it will be nice to have alternative thinking about around it. Yeah, it's a good idea. And it's a CBT one. Yeah, then maybe I should do the same thing, but with applications, I guess. I don't know how you make applications sound fun. Well, maybe that's something that we need to do. Maybe we need to do it in our maybe, uh, meetings. Maybe I need to be creative about it. And if you want to learn about creativity, you should listen to our previous <laughs> series on creativity. Oh my god. <laughs> There's just so much promotion. I'm <laughs> Okay, um I really want to do the ritual thing and find things that I associate with work and kind of get my brain geared into that. So maybe like since I think I have made my desk a little too comfy, I'll just like I'll need to maybe have like a specific light I turn on when I work or a specific thing I I move and put on when I work and just kind of like create a work ritual that goes into what I need to do. So it's kind of like the first step I do is always setting up my desk or putting something on. And that's always like the easy thing like, oh, I just need to put on this or I just need to put this on my desk and then chain it into working kind of i just need to tell you that the last thing on this list is to start your day with success no <laughs> i don't want to what you said just now <laughs> didn't say success <laughs> yeah i think that's a great idea i think like because you make coffee and breakfast it would be the next thing when you're doing your skincare oh, could we make chore bracelets we can do. I think that might be that might be a, a yeah. Because when I'm thinking about it, and that actually was really effective. Yeah, and this is just for this project. And we have a lot left over. Yeah, let's do it. I think that's a great idea. Let's put it down. Okay, chore bracelets. Yeah, chore, very important. Chore bracelets for the routine. Okay. The other thing that I really wanted to do. Yes, yeah, so there's the rituals. The rituals, making things fun, and then I think. I think maybe a structured change in routine. How would you do that? So like have spaces or options ready and not necessarily write them down, but have them in my head. Like, for example, working at the desk, working on the sofa, working at the dining table, working on the balcony. Yeah. And have those ideas ready so that if I'm not feeling motivated that day, 
moving into one of those four areas. I think it's like when people say if you can't, if you're in bed and you're not falling asleep to get out of bed and yeah. like move around, but I never do that. That's not true. I've 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 known you to do that. I know, but that's like after like two hours of not sleeping, and I'm like, I guess I'm up now. But it's better than nothing. It's better than nothing. Then I want to use our, like, the information that we, or the things that worked for us from time management and task initiation. Yeah. To give support to this plan. Does that sound good? This is the first time we've done that. Yeah. I think it sounds good. I think we do need stuff that, not just like a change of location. I think we do need certain things that we find motivating, like the game. I think at least something has to be related with the game because that's just, even though it wasn't on anything we found previously, that's just in our own experience. That's just something that worked with motivation before. So I'm wondering how we can uh, pivot that to help us, you know, start the literature of you or just start research or, you know. Maybe it could be part of our morning routine with the chore bracelets. Yeah. Um, To start with a game instead of starting with YouTube or like, the games that we get like you get stuck in because i don't play games okay um because they are games that or things that we get stuck in does that sound true yeah (laughs) (laughs) sounds good so i never made oh no i did i did i made the time management plan on here so one of the things that worked was externalizing time with a time clock and calendar blocking yeah, so we would use that. And then for task initiation, the things that worked, I remember, let me just get the updated plan, um, was setting the like the lower bar and making sure we had comfy time scheduled in. Yeah, but I think this is just something that we're starting from. I think this is closer to task initiation than it is to time management. For sure. Because this is about motivation of starting these projects and things that we're putting off and like, and motivation to keep going rather than allocating specific times for them. Although that might work, this is less about the time management side of it. Task initiation, the fourth one is calendar blocking. But maybe instead of calendar blocking like we usually do, we would time block. Because I thought we're just really bored of calendar blocking at this point. Well, we can use the chore bracelets. Yeah. So it's just a morning thing. Every morning we will do this. Yeah. And the obvious one that we keep talk like that we've talked about that is the elephant in the room, I guess. I don't know. What is it? It's body doubling. We have said this entire plan is to do the stuff together. Oh, yeah. Body doubling's important. I think I said briefly but before about body doubling that it's like it's it it works. It really does. And I think that um we're going to have random friends over as well cuz I have friends on the course who are also doing the essays. So I don't want too many people or I get distracted. I'm like friends. Well, right now friends it's only, here. Right now it's only one person okay. who's quite focused. Uh, so it's a party of free. Yeah. So that's something that I think we can add. Yeah. Body doubling. So is, is that a plan? I think that's the plan. Yeah. I think I'm satisfied with that. Yeah, me too. Um, also, we were thinking about ways to make Instagram content without effort. <laughs> without um, motivation. One of the things we were thinking is to put our updates, like to do a little update on there yeah because it's very time consuming to do that middle episode now that we're, we're, we're a lot busier but we really it's so useful like we need to put the update in there somewhere 
yeah so so what do you guys think we'll probably do it on instagram directly without having to edit it yeah and um since instagram has a one minute thing for reels maybe it'll have to be one minute yeah um and on that note ollie since you're promoting today am i where can people find us if I'm, you know, if we do do this? I think it's my ADHD podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't quite it hear that. It was Mindfully ADHD <laughs> podcast on Instagram. We got a bunch of new followers, so thank you so much for engaging with our content. It means the world to us. And I got a few messages for on our creativity um series saying that people liked it and liked the mindfulness aspect of it and um, I had a few people reach out and say that they related to us and that it was exciting for them and like the amount of dopamine and motivation that brings to keep going on this and wanting to make it new and interesting just thank you so much and I think what would be really important for our motivation right now, I think coming off what you're talking about, is please give us a five-star review on just <laughs> iTunes or just, or, or just like any any website you have our podcasts on. That would be so motivating, you know? So uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> but also what I usually say is these are our experiences and we're all going to have our own different way with our ADHD to find motivation. And if something that works for us won't necessarily work for you. So we're all trying to do this together separately <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for being here and we'll see you in a few weeks with the conclusion to tell you whether or not we've done this i guess this is accountability yeah or maybe an update on instagram maybe possibly hopefully 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 on on where ollie I think you said instagram instagram what was the instagram mindfully handle? adhd podcast oh i hate it okay <laughs> bye guys that's a podcast, that's a podcast. <laughs> thanks for listening to us today if you want to follow along with our journey we post little updates on instagram at mindfully adhd podcast you can find us everywhere you get your podcasts and we shall see you soon for our next episode bye bye <laughs> <laughs>